Good evening. I'm your host, Erica. I'm joined by fellow friends and panelists. I'm going to start off with my beautiful friend, Lon. How are you doing this evening? <laughs> Good. Good. You look amazing, per usual. Ow! Thank you. Lewis Johnson, been loving right? Lewis, how are you this evening? What's up? What's going on? I'm good. Dr. Ben Moore, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Amazing. So happy you got to join me. You're very complimenting everybody else. You're looking beautiful yourself. Oh, thank you. Trying to spin in the purple light to represent the purple mic. (laughs) 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 Tonight, purgatory. I want to define purgatory for those who don't know what purgatory means. The condition, process, or place of purification or temporary punishment. With all things going on uh, after COVID-19 came about March 14, 2020, we are now entering what's called a new norm. Tonight, we're basically discussing what it means for many to either be exiled, lonely, in search of love, whether you are pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine, we're going to jump all into the subject of dating purgatory. So we ask that anyone and everyone watching jump in the live stream. Please comment. Um, sound off in the comments. Let us know if you guys have any um, feedback on tonight's conversation. We'd love to hear from you guys. And if you have not already, please like the page, subscribe. I'm so bad at saying that. And head on over to our Instagram at the purple mic. Let's get it. Looks like we're doing a bird man hands. You ever doing a <laughs> bird man? Yeah, like get ready, spicing it up. Right. Get it, get There are so many apps today from Hinge, Match.com. The algorithms are so amazing. They can link you up, find a compatibility, whether you are seeking a friend or a lover. However, how do you approach the new concept of dating if someone is really cool, you like their vibe, you guys are getting along great, you notice that there is a strong compatibility, however, you run into the issue. You might be anti-vaccine, they might be pro-vaccine. So nowadays we've noticed um, that this is becoming a political debate. It's becoming an issue amongst many. I want to tap in, chime in, and just kind of get your thoughts on that topic. That's very interesting. Um, (laughs) I I mean, somewhere along the lines, you're going to have to agree to disagree on something. So it just depends on how far you're willing to disagree, you know, and be cordial or still want to be interested in that person. Like if if that person can have a sensible conversation with you on your views, their views, and even if you have opposing views and still be, you know, respectful, then I think that's, you know, where it's just going anyway. Like no matter what you're talking about, but if you're talking about something that's kind of controversial, you know, um, it's just having mutual respect. You know, it's, it's still that individual's decision. It still should be, you know, left up to that person to decide for themselves. So I think, you know, wanting to push your agenda on somebody is never the way to go as far as having a conversation with somebody or just even kind of get to know someone. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's a good thing. I mean, it really sets the stage for for anything to to for you to move forward with with this particular person because it, you have a better understanding that when you have difficult situations, I think in most relationships, where people fail is when they have difficult relationships and they do not know how to handle it. And when you don't know how to handle different difficult conversations, one or two things happen. One, you shy away, which makes it difficult because one person wants to talk and the other person wants to shy away. And then another thing that what happens is you tend to um, over talk, you tend to argue and go back and forth and you never get, get an opportunity 
to really hear yourself or hear the other person's point of view. So in the very beginning, if that chemistry, even with a difficult conversation like that, if you can come to a quick kind of understanding about what you're trying to come across by listening to each other, you know later on, you give me an opportunity to listen, I give you an opportunity to listen, I'm not going to try to force nothing on you. I'm trying to hear you out and understand where you're coming from. Good vibes and chemistry comes when you truly understand where someone is coming from because we all have different experiences. And we can't put our own experience on someone unless we truly understand where they're coming from. So if that happens and you're able to have a decent conversation and agree to disagree, um, you can you know going forward you could have co other conversations that you can somehow come into the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, what our other two panelists have, have mentioned, I think it's uh, definitely a, a point of compromise. Um, they always say like, you know, when it comes to religion and politics, those are the things that are hard, that don't mix, right? You know what I'm saying? When you go into certain, certain arenas, certain, environments, you know, so you don't talk about religion or politics because they're su such they're such polarizing topics. And uh, interestingly enough, the, the you know, vaccinations have become a very strongly, starkly political issue. Uh, and so to, to everyone's point, like you have to be able to uh, amicably disagree. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be able to disagree respectfully. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, um, it's always great to be with someone that, you know, you can agree with most of the time. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's you know, I, it'd be great if you can agree 99% of the time and you don't have no arguments, but that's not that's not the case, right? You're going to disagree about stuff. But as long as you can disagree in a way where you're still respectful of one another, then I think that's that's the key. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, if if the, you have to also, can, can, you have to also consider the fact that because vaccinations now is such a it's a it's a health issue. I mean, that's something that might, you know, some people might have some very might have health issues where they they have to be very considerate. And that might that might be a a um, that might be an element that really, um, you know, a point of contention that can't be overcome. And, you know, that, that that's possible. But I think that to everyone else's point, it has to be no matter what it is, uh, vaccinations, politics, religion, whatever else, um, you have to be able to, you know, disagree respectfully and come into come to the table with the understanding that, OK, even though I disagree with you, I still respect you, respect, respect you at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, even the Bible says, you know, how can you walk unless you evenly yoke? Right. You know, how can two walk unless they agree? You got to evenly yoke, those types of things. So it's. There's biblical presidents in there, and I'm sure there's there's presidents in the Quran and other spiritual systems and stuff like that about being able to walk together. And I don't think that walking together always means that you're going to always agree. It just means that um, even in your disagreements, you can still come to an understanding. Um, if you know if the vaccination thing is is a real issue, then hey, you might you know let's say I'm anti-vaccine, the woman I'm with is pro-vax, you know. If if that's what she wants to do, that's what she wants to do, and I'm, I'm, I have to be okay with that. And what that means that, you know, if there are certain precautions we have to take in that in that way, then we that's something we have to agree on, or not. You know what I'm saying? So, um, again, I, this, make a long story short, it's it's really all about a level of compromise that's respectful. And if you can't do that about a vaccination, you're gonna be able to do that about religion or politics or you know, child rearing or anything else, any other really stark uh, polarizing topic. Yes. Yeah. And to your point, me personally, I would, for me, I, I would need to get that out the way immediately for me. And I speak for myself only. They're posing threats. If you are on two sides, it's like, how do you walk into something and have harmony? You know, you're constantly thinking one way and the other person's thinking another. So I noticed the personality styles are different for many they're out and about, you know, once they're vaccinated, no mask and they're traveling. So, you know, it presents a lot of um, challenges in terms of, you know, asking, are we like-minded? You know, do we have the same views in terms of how we want to live and how we want to treat our relationship even? So 
Um, definitely something to think about. So going into the next question, what if you are not into dating apps and you are having difficulty finding love due to personal comfort levels, whether it be social distance, large crowds, not feeling comfortable, or going out frequently? <laughs> so it's like, uh, I can't meet anybody because, you know, listen, winter's on the way. And it's what we termed last Cuffing season time. coming, boy. <laughs> right. It's be cuffing season. Anybody, like, how do you manage? Like, what do you do? Yeah, that, that one is interesting Our because it, even if you take, <laughs> even if you take, uh, even if you take, like, the, the vaccination piece out of it, I know a lot of couples have that kind of dynamic. Like some people are homebodies, some people are outbodies, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it can be kind of troubling if you're both outbodies, but because of COVID, you have to be an in-body, you know what I'm saying? You have to be a homebody, right? So, uh, yes, it's, again, uh, another element to what COVID does in, in, in that, you know, you have to, you have to definitely have a strong level of communication and commitment with, you know, your other person, your, 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 your significant other, because um, to your point, like if, you know, if I, if I want to get out there and let's like say, you know, I feel some kind of way about not being vaccinated, you know, that I don't want to be out there with non-vaccinated people. If I'm pro-vax and, you know, my significant other is anti-vax, you know, that that's, that's a whole nother can of worms because again, if, if, if I like to be out in these streets, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Exactly. You know, she don't that that yeah. can lead to some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? You you not to say that, you know, you got to keep your eye on your, your significant other at all times. But I mean, you know, if you're out with your significant, you know, what I'm saying and, you know, you're ready to have a good time in there. They they don't want to come out because of COVID. That's a that's a that could be a problem. Okay. That could definitely be a problem. So. um, So, yeah, again, it, it's it's communication, man, and communication and evenly yoked. I think that that's definitely a question you need to be asking these days. You know, how important is it for you to, because some people might be anti-vax, but they don't care if you are vaccinated or not. You know what I'm saying? They just feel like, okay, I'm gonna keep my health up. You know what I'm saying? You keep yours up. You know what I mean? Some people are like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to mess with you if you, you know, if I think you're going to get this, get this monster from you. So it's, <laughs> it's, you know, I call it a monster because, you know, well, I just know the whole story, but anyway, so yeah, it's just, um, so yeah, it's just uh, in that. Hold on, wait a minute. Maybe that didn't come out right. I was talking about the vaccine. I was talking about COVID, not anything else. So just, we just to be clear, to make sure we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about COVID. Oh, just to be clear. That's all. Okay. <laughs> I saw everybody faces. Well, I'm glad I can see everybody faces. Fun. I'm glad I can see everybody faces now. You know what I'm saying? Like when they, when when you say something, people you can see people's reaction. Right. To make sure I'm clear about you know what I'm saying. So but yeah, I was so, talking about. Yeah, and, and lose over the talking, uh, typing a novel. What you over there typing a novel, bro? Would you taking notes? I heard too. All I hear. I hear it too. That's not me. Oh, okay. I don't know what I know, but anyway, go ahead. But go, but yeah, but yeah. So, uh, yeah. Long story short, you know, some people, you know, are really big on that, and I, I, I get it. You know, what I'm saying, and and it, it's it's definitely a it's definitely a thing. So. So, Lewis, with um this winter coming and everyone wanting to be nice and warm and cozy with that special someone. How do you... I think it's going to be done differently than it was last year. I'm pretty sure people have become creative. Number one. <laughs> um, we've learned from the first pandemic, right? Wait, wait. Define... Go back and define creative, please. Just give us a few examples. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what it is for how people become creative, but I'm pretty sure, you know, people were just really scared last year because, yeah. you know, death was upon us. That's what it was like. You know, when you're hearing, you know, some of these states where they're flipping bodies and throwing them places and they don't have room. So I think that really scared people. But now with the vaccine is slowed up, but, you know, there's still other things that are out there. People are being more careful. Mm -hmm. I think um, I think it's going to be a little more open this year. Where if you you're not going to be with multiple people, put it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you were a typical hoe, excuse me, but you know there's some people who like to jump from one place to another. You're going to probably tend to stay around with one person. You're going to try to stay around with one person, especially as Atlanta, though, so Atlanta never closed. Oh, cuffing. People are just 
I know. I know, but the scary thing is once it starts to really get a little chilly and people start getting colds and different things start happening, you know, probably try to, I know I would, I'm going to limit my place and where I go, so. Yeah, for real. I'm on lockdown again. Yeah. So basically what I'm hearing is we need to start putting out our, our cuff and boot applications a little early this season. Like we need to start we start drawing them up now. Right. Got them apps. Got them apps ready. Yeah. Got them apps ready quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so last year I saw how, and no diss to the guys, but I saw how men handle the cutty buddy time frame. So you take applications around Thanksgiving. <laughs> December, you guys are cuddled up. Right. February is the playoffs. And February, by Valentine's Day, you pick out the one and... That's the one who is selected, and if you proceed, you proceed. So I think women are going to be taking that approach too, to Lewis's point, you know, and just figuring out who that someone is. Ben, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so you know what's interesting about the, the concept of purgatory? Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of things came to mind. Like you have purgatories that are um, no fault of your own, but you all have purgatories of kind of your own, and so. I feel like at this point, like I'm not really dating right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I guess I'm in self-inflicted purgatory in a sense, like because just because I'm just like trying to figure this thing out. You know what I mean? Um, and so, with that being said, you know, it is getting cold, and but I'm tell you, uh, you know, y'all know my y'all know my position. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm really con I'm I'm considering I'm I'm. I'm a uh, consulting management right now. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm, 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 uh, you know, what I'm saying I'm in the, I'm in the, uh, with my committee. You know what I'm saying? With the committee right now, we're we're discussing our uh, plan of action. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna see how we're gonna proceed. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna leave the door open, my dude. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave the door open. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good Everybody got their time frames. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, bro. <laughs> so, suppose we're alone, and as we approach what's known as dark winter, how can one cope with feelings of loneliness and exile um, just globally when you're dealing with everything? Suppose you have not found someone to share your time with, and you're feeling lonely and isolated. Um, more so on a safety level, if you're a female, because of the times we're in, we don't know what's to come this year with the second strain. Um, what I just really want to dive a little deeper and understand psychologically, like what so many people are already dealing with depression and mental health issues. You know, what what's your take on that, John? I think what you need to do is just dig a little deeper in yourself and just find things that make you happy, find things that will, you know, um, develop your character, develop you as a person, um, just in a, being in a, in a discovery mode, I guess, at this point. Um, because we are in a pandemic, you know, this is like new for all of us, our generation. We've never seen anything like this ever in our lives up until this point in our lives. So it's like, you know, to get different results, you got to do something different. Um, following the humdrum of life every day, you know, as we were able to and free to do, um, that has changed. A lot has been, you know, locked down, cut off, um, minimized. So I feel like discovering yourself and finding something that will, you know, bide your time and, you know, make you a better person. Um, well, it is the key to your mental health. Just finding something to do to keep your mind off of, you know, what's going out, going on out there. Um, try to keep you sane, you know, during this time because, you know, like you said, winter is coming. We'll probably be more locked down, knowing that the flu season is up ahead as well. Um, so I feel like COVID and, and the flu is going to get married and it's going to be a wrap. So. Um, <laughs> 
but just, you know, protecting yourself, but also mentally, just, you know, even if it's FaceTiming <laughs> friends, just to stay connected that way. I feel like this day and age, we have so many things and technological um, ways to communicate that there's no way that I can't say, oh, I can't see my friend. Maybe that may not be in person, but sometimes, you know, even just seeing somebody on the screen versus just not interacting at all makes a difference. So I feel like just doing more of that. We have FaceTime, we have WhatsApp, we have all these apps, we can use them, you know, so to our advantage. So we're not just like hunkered down by ourselves, lonely, just wallowing in it. So we could, you know, just continue to build that relationship with yourself and, you know, keep others encouraged. So, yeah. Thank you. Lewis, what's, what's, what are your thoughts? I think you should always be prepared. Um, you know, you, you know, you, right. You, you know, your own triggers and you know, when you get into that place or that, that, I guess that mode when you start to feel a certain way, you know, with the, the power of technology and internet and different things, you can connect to so many people um, who are just like you, um, people who want to help you. Um, it's nothing wrong with forming a group um, online. People will follow and people will gravitate to it, especially when you provide solutions. Mm -hmm. So it's not misery loves company. It's misery have no other, you know, way but to keep company, but we're also getting solutions to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And you connect with people that way. I always say if you're not connecting, you're neglecting. That means you're neglecting yourself. You're neglecting others. You have to find a way to connect because we are more connected ever than before. And if you don't reach out and be proactive with knowing that you will fall into this state to help yourself, they always say, God help those who help themselves. It, that's what it's about. If you reach out and take one step, God said, I'll take two steps. And just that small little inkling of something change can change your life. And you may be changing somebody else's life. So that's how you really sometimes have to how to look at certain things. Um, because people, trust me, people, everyone, a lot of people are hurting in this mental, people are in, in this mental state right now that, they, don't, they really don't know what to do, but you must connect. You must stay connected because it will come. It will come circle around to connect it with someone who have answers. I was watching an interview the other day, Essence Atkins. I don't know if any of you have taken a look and seen it. Ben, you saw it? Well, I, oh, I was going to say, I know who she is. I, I don't know. I'm not sure what you're going to refer to, but I know who she is. Yeah, I'll post an insert. Um, I thought the interview was incredible, in fact, because she talked about how she dealt with COVID um, last year. And she actually connected to the word. And they got on the topic of casual sex. And she basically stated, you know, there was something within me that said, if this is not leading anywhere, then what is the point? And she said, you know, it was very hard because you're human, you know, but she says, you know, the faith that she grew during the time throughout 2020 and just listening to the word, building her assurance, building her faith, reading constantly. She is the happiest she's ever been today. That, you know, so there were many ways that I, I was covered and good. And then there were other ways where I felt really vulnerable and raw and quite sad and quite scared. I mean, at a time where everything is shut down and doing what I do can't really be done six feet away. Yes. Um, so there was definitely that worry that was plaguing me. And I found ways to combat it. One of the ways that I combat that I had to combat the the angst and the anxiety mm -hmm. and the sadness and the isolation and all the things that we went through was um, I had to get deeper into that word. Yes. I had to just, you know, I joined two new Bible studies. I was already a part of one, but I joined two other ones. Um, and they made such a huge difference just in terms of like me being in the word and really growing and having my foundation in Christ just grow even even deeper and having those roots just get stronger um, so that I could bend and not break. Mm, talk about it. If your soul is not whole, then it doesn't matter what you acquire. And we see it, unfortunately, on the public stage lived yeah. out before us time and time, time and again. time again. Yeah. 
but we got to talk about this stuff. Like we, we have to heal from these things and we've got to do the work to do it. And there's no amount of, of merchandise. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no yes. matter what the price tag. Yes. Until I'm claimed, I'm single. Yep. But at the same time, I also keep a very strong boundary because I'm like, I, you need to know that if you're going to step to me, if you're going to try and talk to me, then there's a way that's predicated, not in my word, <laughs> you need to figure out how to do it with Jesus. Because I'm sitting over here, you know, waiting for you to, to do it the right way. Yeah. They have a great body. They're yeah. super successful. Like, there were a lot of yeah. bragging rights yeah. in, like, you know, in that. But at the end of it, I was like, oh, but this feels really awful. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, there's no commitment here. There's no promise here. This person has not chosen to keep me to cover me to pray with me to be there in sickness and in health for richer for poorer for better for worse that has not ever come out of their mouth which means they haven't declared it which means for me to count on it or look for it is is just an assumption and it's an assertion that they didn't ask for because they never promised that and so now i'm driving myself crazy but now i'm angry at them that's what's happening. Do you know somebody's getting set free right now? I hope so. Let me tell you something. When I say somebody has been set free listening, when I say that is so freaking powerful. I can say this, like, I know that the Holy Spirit told me to, to submit and go to the altar and confess, but I also know that I was caught up in a feeling and no one helped me make the distinction and no one ta taught me how to count the cost or what it looked like to die to my flesh or what it looked like to, to surrender and, and take up my mantle daily, what it looked like to renew my mind. Daily. Like nobody taught me those things. It was all kind of based around this, this feeling of who God is and how he loves me, which is true. But like, and it, God is not a pimp, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like whatever we, we are taught in the human condition about, we live in a way where it's all about like exchange, right? So it's about, I'm going to put in $3 and I'm going to, and out of this, machine they're going to give me this bottle of, yep. of water and yes. that's like we look for you know cost and reward but there's something that is so much greater than that and it's love do you guys feel dating even exists anymore just in terms of what we've been discussing in the past couple of weeks when it comes to love or do you feel like everyone is out for their own selfish gain is there is this more of a casual for people to get what they need um during this season because everyone's feeling so empty. Yeah, I think I see. It feels like everybody has their kind of different definition of what dating is, too. Um, you know, like I know here in Atlanta, we always say we use the word like talking. Yeah, we talking. You know, so we don't say like dating. We say yeah, we talking. Right. Uh, but some different people have different definitions of what that is. Like you know, you might just think we just we just cool kicking it, or whatever like that. But one person might think we're dating. Another person might think you know we just we're just talking. Somebody right. think we just we just kicking it. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I think it definitely exists. It's just that, again, like we always talk about, like everybody defines things differently. And I think you got to come to it with a certain understanding. Um, I know that, you know, with you also have to understand the person that you're approaching, because, you know, like, for instance, I know you always talk about like you don't do the casual thing at all. A man that approaches you already knows, like, all right. If I go on a date with her, then I know this, this she expect she has a certain level of expectation. Mm -hmm. So if I come to her like that, then I'm gonna have to be I'm gonna have to be right. You know what I'm saying? If I don't feel like I'm right, then I don't need to I don't need to step up. If he's a good dude, you know what I'm saying? If he's a good dude, he's gonna be like, you know what? Until I'm 100 percent right, I'm not gonna step to her, or, or at least he shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Um, but maybe it might be another woman that you know may have may may be a little bit more quote unquote casual. Maybe he might go in that direction because he knows it might not lead somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And so he doesn't have the expectation of trying to, you know, worrying about breaking her heart and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So a good dude is going to come approach a situation where, you know, if she's already set her expectations, if he's a good dude, then he's going to abide by or navigate those expectations accordingly. And so um, with that being said, you know, I just think that you have to come to it with a, have a, a mutual understanding of what dating is. And uh, that's that's very important. And real quick, going back, I know I don't I didn't get to get a chance to to answer the last question very uh you know after uh because I, I like something that Jalan said with regards to like self help 
Um, I definitely think that bettering yourself is the is the is the is the key right now. You know what I'm saying? Like finding something that betters yourself, learning something. You know what I'm saying? Like I know personally, I um, after 12 years of being in school, got my bachelor's, master's, and my PhD, I'm still learning. I actually subscribe to a masterclass, which is uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that, but it's this series of basically different professionals that um, they have just like a series of different things that they teach. You know, it's you know uh, from you know, um, you know, acting, you know, cooking, they got all the, all the different topics and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you get on there and you find out, you know, find some, something that you like and you go in there and learn something, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a book, maybe you, you know, uh, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill, a self-help book, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, finding something that you really enjoy. I always, whenever I talk to somebody new, whether it's like dating or even just like a, a you know, just somebody I, I, I meet that's new and I'm just trying to get to know them. I was asking what I call the million dollar question. If somebody, if a, if a millionaire right now gave you a million dollars, right? They said, here's a million dollars. I want you, you can't do anything else with this million dollars, but go and start a business. What would you do? You know what I'm saying? And whatever the answer to that is, that's your passion. That's your career. You know what I'm saying? So find that thing out and start learning, doing what you need to do, make steps to ensure that, you know what I'm saying? And so for me, that's what if you if you ain't if you ain't cuff nobody, you know, so if you still got the, you know, you still trying to work work on the cuffs that if the applications you still going through the application process, maybe that's a side project, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe you don't even go through the applications, maybe you just work on yourself, you know what I mean? Um, but I think that definitely elevating self, learning self is key right now. I mean, you know, I don't know whatever people believe in, you know, with the my God, the universe, the energy, whatever like that, somebody slowed the world down. You know what I'm saying? Some entity, consciousness, something slowed the whole world down. So we all have to take a take stock of ourselves right now and, and learn who we are and what we're going to do and how we're going to move forward. So, yeah. I told my friend not too long ago, I said, listen, I'll be honest with you. I felt like I got five years older during the pandemic. I mean, I felt like I've gotten so you it's like time stood still but you yeah. kind of like got older. Right. Um, and there's certain things coming out that you just don't accept anymore. And I think what's the problem with dating, not that it's a problem, is that once you start dating, that is like almost, we're exclusive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you when you start saying I'm dating someone, and listen, we know how women are, we know how some men are. If I'm dating you, honestly, even though they say multiple dating is cool and I, I'm okay with it, but at the same time, I'm going to do everything. You got your squad. You got your, I'm you got your hierarchy. No, but I'm going to do everything I can to make sure my time is spent with you thinking about me. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, can have, you can have one or two, but I want to make sure if I know that you're the one I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure you are thinking about me. I'm going to give you a design to how I want to be with you. And I'm going to guarantee I'm going to follow it. So when you compare that to someone else who's just hokey dokey calling you, doing whatever, you know there's a difference between what I'm doing versus what somebody else is doing. And if you want to set yourself apart, that's how you do it. Because it's a doggy dog world right now. And we're at the age where it's like we're not joking anymore. Listen, this is where I am. This is where I want to be. You want to join me? Thank you. Real simple. All jokes aside, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not the comedy club, comedy club of life. <laughs> um, right there. Straight yeah. to the Just say what it is. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand what the benefit is of these games and. Like, what does it profit you at the end of the day? You're still empty and lonely. Like, I really don't understand. When you really look back and you say, what, man, all the time that I wasted, not even pursuing something. Right. For some end goal or something. You know? And no manifestation to show. Yeah, whether it's you you bettering yourself or a relationship, some it has to be an end goal to something. You know right. what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. I don't understand this this whole we just gonna go with the flow and you know, blow away in the wind. No <laughs> direction, no nothing, no no moral compass, nothing. I just I don't understand that mentality. I just don't get it. I don't either. It doesn't make sense to me. It does not compute. I don't know. So I can't I can't I can't. 
fathom that. Like it has to end somewhere. It has to have, have lead somewhere. You know? so sometimes you say things and I just want to rewind it and hear it like a song that you just want to put on repeat. <laughs> Can you please say that again? But that right there, that is exactly, I think a majority of women feel like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of us settle to play the games because that's all we, we, we don't want to be alone. So in order to be, have a body, somebody, Mm-hmm. We go along with it. Yeah. No, we don't want that, but we go along with it because we are hopeful. We mm-hmm. we, we see potential. Yeah. We yeah. think that we are the one to make it change. So we put ourselves in that position, yes, because of course we have the decision to say, no, I don't want that. But who wants to be alone at the end of the day? Nobody. I think at some point you say, well, it's better than nothing. But yeah, then, yeah. you know, you really have to try to think about it and put yourself first. Like, yo, I'd rather be alone than deal with that. But it's a hard place to be in because nobody wants, it's like a, a never ending circle. No one wants to be alone, but then you have to deal with this. So it's like, I'd rather deal with this than be alone. So it's like a merry-go-round. You keep going around and around and around. Exactly. And right now I'm at a stage where I'm measuring my peace because I've become addicted to peace. A lot of people feel like 2020 was like the roughest thing to get through. And I like the world being closed. <laughs> like sit your <laughs> somewhere, you know? It's <laughs> really refreshing that we all had one thing in common. We were at home, you know, what you doing? Right. Nothing. <laughs> but I I love this peace that I felt, and in being a mom, my son will be 23 next month. I am, yeah, I have never ever had this before. And you know, Jalan knows this, you know, this is my first time experiencing food in my fridge, you know, being in (laughs) quiet. (laughs) It's just a marvelous thing. So it's like anybody that comes into my life, I would want them to match that peace. And I think I said this um, episode before last. I just want to rock out with that person and just have fun without it feeling like, you know, we're intentionally deciding upon a relationship. That is the one thing I hate about dating apps. You get on there and it's like, you know, we're both attracted to each other, but this is all with your intention to be together. You know, and then you right. sit face to face and it's awkward. I just, you know, I talked about that before, the organic flow. That that for me is everything. So, you know, I'm just chilling with you and, you know, we just have a, a collective vibe that just keeps flowing. Then I would at some point like to have that conversation um, sooner than later, you know, as opposed to just letting two, three, ten years go by and no manifestation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think that goes into like what you were talking we talked about a couple of episodes ago where it's like, you know, do you you know the organic versus intentions? Like do you do you, you know, put your intentions forth or do you just let it organically uh grow? And so yeah, I mean it's 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 hard out here in these streets, you know what I'm saying? Because again, everybody got different everybody got different intentions and their and, and different perspectives on things. And so my biggest thing is like regardless of what your expectations are, you need to define things very clearly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to know. I, I, I still real feel like, like going back to the question about dating. Like, you need to know what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if like, you know, you know, I'm I'm big on you know you know how you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty much open book, very vulnerable about stuff. Like, I'll let you know. Like, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I you know do. Even if I don't, even if I'm confused about it, like I might tell you how I feel, and if you're confused about how to proceed forward, I'm gonna say that too. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't. Sometimes you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? You might feel something. You just don't know how to proceed. Because of whatever, you know, for whatever reason. So um, the biggest thing is just to have a mutual understanding and, and, and define things. You know what I mean? So, Anyone nervous about this winter? Are you guys keeping no. fear guarded and staying hopeful? No. Nope. Fearful with regards to the with regards to COVID or just in general? A lot of the panelists on the Purple Micro Single. And I think, you know, these conversations are not only relative to our audience, but to ourselves. Um, the economy right now is suffering, you know, we're seeing a lot of things globally going on. Um, you know, and again, I don't want to address anything outside of this conversation because, you know, again, we don't want to, 
No one press any buttons. <laughs> but, you know, with everything going on, the things that, you know, we're hearing on world news or, you know, whatever news outlets you see, you know, do you guys have any fear or any scare in terms of our future and going forward, being alone, whether you have a companion? Uh, for me, not necessarily. Um, I think, I think long-term, like, you know, I know eventually, like, I'm like, you know, right now, um, like I was been saying for the last couple of episodes, like I'm doing a lot of, you know, self-work, you know what I mean? Like, I know that, um, if I find the, the, you know, in finding the woman that I want to spend the rest of my life with, I got to be worthy of her. I want to be ready for her. So I'm more so concerned about that piece. Like, you know, me making sure that I'm good for her, you know what I'm saying? And moving forward and stuff like that. So, uh, but that's more long term, just in terms of like the short term this season. Nah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to just like, you know, um, continuing to, like you said, maintain peace. Like, because, man, peace right now is everything. See, I'm, I'm kind of the same boat as you. Like, this is the first time in my adult life where I've had this level of peace. Like, I have, I've, you know, after losing my daughter and then marriage and then divorce and, you know what I'm saying, like school for like the last 12 years. Like, I've, I mean, I have nothing else really but my business you know what i'm saying it's just it's just me and my, my business you know what i mean that's i don't have anything else really you know of course i got my friends i got all y'all you know y'all, y'all my family stuff like that but just in terms of like my everyday like i mean i i can't remember last i just wake up like a whole week straight whenever i want to wake up you know what i'm saying like that's so foreign to me like i ain't no child coming in the room or you know a wife or a girlfriend anything like that like it's just it's just me you know what i'm saying and so while while I do going back to the, the the piece about you know loneliness and everything like that, yeah, I do. You know, I miss the companionship. I mean, I love I love being in a relationship. I love companionship. You know, what I'm saying I love rolling over and being able to, you know, uh, you know, embrace my my woman and stuff like that. I love that. But right now, I'm enjoying much more of my peace. You know, what I'm saying because because just as much as I can roll over and 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 embrace her, I can roll over and fight with her too. You know, what I'm saying so. Right. I'm more so. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, or cold shoulder, or you, you feeling like you around somebody, but you feel like you alone. You can be around somebody all day long and still feel like you alone because y'all cold shouldering each other. Y'all being petty. So, um, with those things being said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the peace right now. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm considering the, I'm considering the boot applications, you know, what I'm saying? The, the, the cuffing applications right now, but I, it ain't the top priority to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm more so like, you know, I'm work on me. And if, you know, if we, we find, you know, work some things out, we'll, we'll work it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jalan, what about yourself? Um, I mean, I'm, I think I'm just going to try to keep busy, like focusing on the things that I love to do, um, discovering new things that I want to do. Just, you know, just look more inward right now. Um, I think this time has been given to us to do that, to slow mm-hmm. us down, like Lewis said, um, consciously, physically, mentally, you know, all of that. So we can, you know, just really tap into those parts of ourselves that we don't get to t- tap into because we're always so busy. We're always like doing stuff for everybody else and, you know, always on a schedule, go, 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 go. But, you know, like, like you guys have said before, peace is priceless and peace is just everything right now. Um, to really d- dwell in it and to enjoy it and to revel in it, um, to take it in, literally, I feel like it's just been a gift. I feel like worrying about all the other stuff that you have no control over doesn't change it. I feel mm-hmm. like changing the things and doing the things and you know that are, that are in your control you know you take care of those things but those things that are not in your control just let it go you know there's nothing else you can do um we're still in a pandemic we're still you know literally some of us fighting for our lives um and others of us are trying to do the right things to keep everyone safe yourself your family um, and I feel like just taking this time to not dwell on the loneliness portion, but just deactivating those things in you that will get you to the next level. You know, I think it's all about growth. It's all about, you know, moving forward. And so I think this is like a good time, you know, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
What about you, Erica? Man. Ding, 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 Oh, yeah, you love Christmas. Hey, 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 hey. There's Christmas tree. Not let you forget Christmas is on the way, okay? So, I don't know. All I can say is, you know, I am very, very um, concrete with, you know, what I say. Um, I've always been this way. I'm going to stick to it. I will not get off my square. I'm just not a casual person. So if it just means like being, you know, alone and moving into 2022 and it, excuse me, yeah, 2022, because the world's been closed for so long. Um, I don't know until my soul says yes, then I will continue to wait. Yep. No? Mm -hmm. So, I'm 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 happy. That's the bottom line. And when I say that, I mean that spiritually. For the first time in my life, I'm happy. When I was married, I was conflicted. I was more lonely inside the marriage than I was at this point right now. Do I get lonely going to bed at night? Absolutely. Do I want to talk to someone? Do I want to hold someone? Do I just want to be out in general, having a life with someone? Absolutely. But to me, it's worth the wait because you if you to experiment with yourself and find out your likes and dislikes, and not until now have I ever known myself better. I'm sad that you took this long. Yeah. So moving forward, I'm just like, you know, less arguments like the other night, I was going to go to a concert for myself. I mean, it was cool and sold out, but I was just like, okay, you know, sold out, whatever, go to the barbecue, get home and watch a couple of live performances. <laughs> I'm boring, okay, but at the same time. <laughs> You're not boring, just a homebody. It's like it's a difference. I am. You are not boring. You do more than I do. You're just a homebody. It's a difference. I'm a homebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, I, I won't settle, man. I won't settle. And God has filled me up so much. You know, my mother, she asked me to come back to our organization about a year ago, and I was really apprehensive. Once I did that, I started looking at it from outward in. Just, you know, trying to understand the word more so than the congregation and everyone in the congregation and making friendships. So um, in reading my Bible, reading all the publications that we have, this allowed me to definitely have a better perspective in terms of faith and understanding that everything that we're going through in the world, this stuff is a part of the plan. So I can sleep at night and um, I definitely would like to remarry. So. Again, when that time comes, it's So there's a specific there's a specific verse in in the Bible in Ephesians um, twelve, and I think we've all read it before. Um, but I think some of some people probably have not read it through, because you know how people do they read verse here, verse there, and then like take that and run. But in Ephesians six twelve, um, it talks about you know for we wrestle not with flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. But prior to that, even in Ephesians, the first where it starts, the reason why it was saying that because you know in the very beginning of Ephesians, that sixth chapter, uh, Paul was telling you know children obey your father, you know um, you know fathers bring up your children. You know, doing all, saying all these things because, you know, if you do those things, you'll be blessed spiritually. You'll be blessed um, by doing right because it's not the physicalness that you're fighting against with your kids and your family and all those necessary things. It's it's Satan that's trying to tear you apart as a family. Yeah. And if he can get that part, oh yeah, he can get everything else. Yeah. So when it talks about we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, he's saying, don't physically look. Right. Don't physically look because it's not that it's Satan really trying to get at you in a different way. And then if you go all the way down to like the 16th verse, it says, but above all, taking the shield of faith with ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Mm 
So it's not just saying, hey, listen, let me just tell you what's really happening. And that's it. Empty yourself. But now it's saying, listen, you need faith to really fight off all those necessary things. And all you're getting, make sure you get faith. Make sure you understand that God is with us. And that's why I don't really worry. You know, I don't really worry about me being warm next to a body. Right. It ain't necessary because if God was to take my life, I don't want to be next to a warm body that I'm not married to. So I think sometimes we have to take different perspectives at what we really long for and what really and what God is really trying to say to us and bless us with. And a lot of times it is patience. It is getting to know him. And a lot of times he put people in front of your in front of your face. But because your faith is a little bit short, you cannot see what he is putting in front of you. You want to help God. Right. We want to help God. Man, you preaching today. Who let the church say amen? Whatever. <laughs> say amen. <laughs> Pass collection plate around. I know, right? <laughs> but it's true. It's very yeah, absolutely. Now, absolutely. Yeah. And um, it's interesting that you say it about, you know, about faith. Uh, I was thinking about like James and uh, it talks about like how faith without works is dead. And mm -hmm. so we also have to have faith, but we got to be working on ourselves too. Like going back, kind of like bringing it full circle. Like we get to be working on ourselves, working on what we gonna be doing? Cause I mean, you know, yeah, you gotta you gotta put in some work, man. We gotta put in work on ourselves, on, on what we on our attention, what we look what we looking to do. Um, and that's why as part of that was kind of a part of what led me. And I know we talked about this in, in previous um, in, in previous episodes, like what led me to like creating, you know, my my love manual. You know what I'm saying? I felt like that was my work. Like what kind of work am I gonna put in to like manifest the things that I want? You know what I'm saying? And so. Um, so I think that, you know, maybe that's, maybe if you, maybe that's what, if you, if you're looking to find that, that forever, maybe you need to start putting in some affirmations or intentions, write it down, make it a spell. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, spelling sir. is a spell. Erica, but I do say that, you know what I'm saying? Spelling is a spell. When you write it down, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're literally grafting it in existence. You know what I'm saying? You're writing it out into the universe. You know what I'm saying? And whatever kind of rich you want to do, some people burn it. Some people, you know you know, save it and bury it. I don't know, whatever you want to do with it at that point, yeah. the biggest thing to do is to put it out there in the universe, you know what I'm saying? And and manifest it in that way. And so, um, you know, I think that again, if that, if, if, if you're looking for long-term boo stuff, then maybe that's what you need to do. Mm. Mm. I don't think it gets any better than that. Nope. And we can go home now. Amen. <laughs> Yeah, the choir, choir got to sing us out, though. The choir, choir, the choir sing us out. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. It's only we 53 minutes in. Hold on. This, if it's a black church, we got to stay on for about another two, two or three hours. You know, your black churches don't get out. <laughs> black churches right. don't get out this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there all day. I'm like, girl. The music got to still be playing. <laughs> testimonies. Testimony time. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is hilarious. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for an amazing conversation and to all watching. I just, you know, man, my heart goes out to everyone. Um, 2021 has been an interesting year. I just, man, whew, I'm going to keep everyone in my prayers. That's all I can say. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. If you have not already, please head over to our YouTube page and subscribe. Hit like comment below and also hit the notification bell so you can be notified when we release content. If you have not already, please go over to Instagram as well and you will find all the panelists there um, so you can get to know them. Thank you again for watching. We'll see you in our next episode. Good night. We'll holler. <laughs>